How about a double dip of Leafs convo on this day? Yes. We have to come back and uh, clear this up, Mike. Mark Giordano is a Toronto Maple Leaf. Yeah, as we speculated and as it's been rumored the last couple days, um, that appeared to be the Leafs' target. And from what has been reported, and you know, Chris Johnston and Elliot Friedman mm-hmm. and Kevin Weeks and a number of people have broken this deal in pieces over the last few minutes, Kyle Dubas was to his word. He didn't give up any of their top prospects. He didn't give up a first-round pick. He did give up, according to CJ, two seconds and a third. Okay. Now, um, there were moves made uh, before this, and it's a little confusing, but they had to be um, – they don't have to be cap-compliant every moment of the day, but apparently after 5 p.m., there was – uh, essentially some flexibility because they've placed players on waivers. And leading up to this, they they sent down Nick Robertson to the Marlies. Okay. They waived Kyle Clifford. They waived Peter Mrazek. And they signed a uh, KHL goaltender named Harry Sateri, who uh, was a AHL goaltender uh, in the past and had a really good year in the KHL and won a gold medal for Finland. Um, I believe that Sateri was added as the replacement for Joseph Wall because Joseph Wall is injured. He was injured against uh, Hershey a couple days ago. So um, Mrazek, if he clears, which he probably will, that clears a million point one, one point one two five million uh, on the cap. Okay. Um, then they trade Dermot. And that clears a million five, and they didn't retain any salary. Uh, Clifford clears a million. Uh, Robertson uh, clears seven hundred, or uh, clears um, I think nine twenty-five. Um, but then they sign Sateri. Now, if Sateri clears waivers and he goes down to the Marlies, then he's um, you know he's going to be um, uh, he's not going to count on the Leafs cap if. Uh, he stays up and is the backup for Shalgren until Campbell comes back. Then, um, then Mrazek is down with the Marlies. All that leads up to the trade, and we haven't gotten the final details yet. But it is assumed that half of Giordano's contract is being retained by Seattle. Okay. Uh, his contract is six point seven five million. So, um, Blackwell, I believe, was making nine hundred thousand dollars. And that's not, you know, we'll get into the specifics on Blackwell, but, um, you know, he has, he had a really good year last year with the Rangers. So he actually, he's 725,000. So he's less than the veteran minimum. Okay. So, so there you go. And Giordano is 675. So half of that would be 3.325 million. So all this being said, so they made these moves. And then on top of that, they had to give up two second round picks and a third round pick. Sure. They didn't give up a first and they didn't give up any of their prospects in that instance. That's a home run. Now, whether this will be the final piece to the puzzle, whether this, I think it will improve their defense. I'm still a little questioning the goaltending situation. Um, I would assume that they believe Campbell is coming back fairly soon and that they can push through with Shalgren 
and they don't play again until Wednesday, so that they can push through another week with Shalgren as their goaltender until Campbell comes back. And, you know, just, to, just so, you know, uh, Morazic being put on waivers doesn't mean that they're sending him down to the, down to the Marlies, but mm-hmm. I would think that this means that they need to clear that salary to be able to make this deal. So I think uh, Morazic will be down to the, down with the Marlies. And the other thing that is up in the air and, Nothing has been said about this is the status of Andre Kasha, who uh, left the game yesterday with a uh, a suspected concussion. Mm -hmm. If he goes on LTIR, then that might allow them to bring Morazic back up as the backup or as the as the number two behind Campbell or behind Shawbrook. This is the second of two Leafs combo collabs on this day, uh, March 20th. 2022 we are hours away from another nhl trade deadline having come and gone the maple leafs picking up mark giordano mark uh you know mike we 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 talked about this uh in the you know first portion uh of our collabs today Uh, giordano joining this team will help but he's not necessarily the the final piece to a championship puzzle if we could have you know wrestled this guy away from calgary several years ago when he was a norris trophy winner i mean he makes a much bigger difference then than he does now that said the the leafs in a lot of ways are in a position of beggar right not so much that they have to bring somebody in or they're screwed it's in this moment Something needs to be done to to not overhaul the team because that's impossible, but to improve the team, at least from a morale perspective, and then be, uh, beyond that. Um, and, you know, just through gauging in the comments uh, uh, right now in, in this chat that's taking place in front of us, um, the OGs may not be content and you know, over the moon with what just took place, but they are happy that Kyle Dubas went ahead and made this move. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of math and a lot of uh, entanglements that had to be untangled to make this uh, to, to make this come true. Um, I guess just give us your assessment on, you know, how you think this uh, serves as a potential bird in the, in the saddle f- for this team as it has, you know, 20 regular season games to go. We'll fight for positioning and, you know, do its very best to to do something of substance in the playoffs for the first time in decades. Well, I, I, first of all, based on what we were talking about on the combo earlier this morning, this is a keeping the pace move in terms of what Tampa and Boston and Florida did. Now, um, you know, we know that what the uh, shopping list for Kyle Dubas was, he wanted to get a depth forward. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get a top four defenseman and uh, he wanted to get goaltending help uh, of some sort. And he didn't want to give up a first round pick and he didn't want to give up any of his prospects. All those things are checked off. They got a forward uh, Blackwell had 22 points with the Rangers last year. I talked to Russ Cohen who covers the Rangers and is a Rangers fan. So he knows Blackwell well and said Blackwell is an excellent forward. He had, I think 27 points with Seattle, but he was playing higher in the lineup. And um, you know, he's a good fourth line guy who can play center. He's not big, but he's feisty and, and energetic. So uh, that fits sort of with the fourth line uh, motif. Mm-hmm. Um 
you know, we know Giordano. Now, question is, how does Giordano fit? I, I saw that David Pagnotta uh, from the fourth period said that the the indicators he was getting from uh, Leaf players like in the locker room are there overjoyed at this deal because Giordano is a good guy. He's known sure. by some of the some of those teammates, and he will he will fit in well. Um, obviously with Brody, he was a defense partner with Brody for, for years in Calgary. Yep. So you, you find a, a sort of a good fit there, you know, maybe Riley with Labushkin until Muzzin comes back, uh, Dermot and, or sorry, uh, Brody and, uh, and Giordano on the second pairing and Sandy. Do you think that's the instant yeah. connection? Those two not so much because they had chemistry, but they know each other. And just for cer ceremonial purposes, why wouldn't you play those two guys together? Riley can play with anyone, really. Well, Whether it's good for Riley or not is another thing, but he is the number one defenseman on the team. So if he, he has is. to make adjustments, so be it. Well, he, okay, Riley is the number one defenseman, but as, as the last few weeks have proved, when he played with Lilligren and it was too high in the lineup for Lilligren, it didn't work. Right. They got exposed. Uh, Sandine playing his offside didn't work. Okay. Uh, Labushkin did work because uh, Labushkin's a stay-at-home type and and Riley yeah. can free wheel. Um, I think the I don't think it's ceremonial. I think the familiarity. I mean, when yeah. you're getting somebody 15 to 20 games before the end of the regular season, and it's somebody that um, you know you need to sort of get into the flow of things. The uh, uh, being able to play with somebody you played with for years is a True. Great yep. benefits. So I think they'll definitely put. Now we know the best pairing on this team would be Riley and Brody, but they don't have the luxury until Muzzin returns to play those two two guys together. What mm -hmm. they may end up with is Riley playing with Labushkin, with Brody playing with Giordano, and with Muzzin and Hall as the bottom pairing. Uh, and then Sandine and Lilligren, you mix in and, you know, if you're going to go with a pure veteran lineup or, you know, it allows you right. to sub in and out. I mean, that's very possible, but I mean, I can't say that I, I can't deny that the Leafs defense when everybody is healthy is is markedly better than it was before the deadline. Cause Travis, Travis Dermott was not a factor any longer. Yeah. He didn't change the scene you know, change of scenery and Giordano was an upgrade mm -hmm. on, you know, either Lilia Grinner Hall or, sure. or whoever sits on the, in the lineup. Yeah. And, and Giordano hasn't won a Stanley cup, right? So <laughs> he's come to the wrong place to, wow. to, to see his dreams finally come true. But uh, in this moment on, on paper, anyway, the Leafs are better than they were several moments ago. And at this point, based on what the team has to work with, that's all we can ask for. W will it come to pass? Will this, you know, will Giordano's presence serve as a bit of a kickstart for guys who are trying to find it? Uh, just uh, add some positivity and some confidence to the to the locker room. Uh, th that remains to be seen. I certainly hope that's the case. Mike, here's the question. <laughs> How does Giordano's presence limit goals against for this for a team that can't seem the can't seem to keep the puck out of its net? And you know the goaltending's been what it is, but collectively team defense has, has uh, been mediocre at best for, for several months now. How does his presence 
tick this thing in the other direction? Well, okay. First, I, you know, being the experienced player that player that he is, it's a calming influence. I mean, obviously, I think that at this point in their careers, uh, the physical uh, prowess of guy of youngsters like Sandine and Louisgren. I mean, they're young, they're really fast, they're mm-hmm. strong, um, but experience, especially in the playoffs, is is a benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that that, and you know, I, somebody in the chat was saying, well, he's an offensive defenseman. I, well, he, I think he's been pretty good defensively his entire career as well, but you know, this is a puck possession team and you want your, you know, that's, that's their, their, their uh, modus operandi. So yeah. they, they, they want to possess the puck and he can fit with that. Now yep. uh, Pierre Lebrun just reported that the, the details here, a second round pick in 2022 a second round pick in 2023 and a third round pick in 2024. So the third round pick that they got for Travis Dermott, which was Winnipeg's third round pick, um, Winnipeg's not going to probably not going to make the playoffs. That pick will probably end up in the you know top dozen of the yeah. third round, and the Leafs' second round pick uh, was going to be in the bottom five or six, seven maybe of right. the second round so it's a drop down of about about 15 to 20 slots so all so, the pick heads are going to be losing their minds tonight and we were talking about this in the first show right does it make does it make any sense to to mortgage the future and and move out players who who may be stars for you you don't even know they exist at this point um just to save face for the rest of the season or to marginally get better that debate will will be had even if we look at what kyle dubas gave up and say you know what all in a day's work especially when you're at the trade deadline and especially when you have a team like this regardless of of the uh you know the impression that has to still do something and and show that it's still in the game um you know maybe that's what what was given up um, is par for the course uh, w- when you're trying to do business in the NHL, especially at this juncture, Mike. I wanted to throw something out at you. Um, the the March eighth game, the Kraken Leafs. I think the the Leafs won at six four. Yeah, Colin at- Blackwell picked up a, a goal and an assist. Was he auditioning that night? No, but but honestly, that short that shorthanded goal that he scored. Yeah. Um, I mean, really, I mean, that was, it was sort of a turning point in that game uh, on a William Nylander turnover, by the way. Um, you know, he's, he, you know, he is a, a fast feisty player. Yeah. So you can, you can, you can add him to your PK mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and he's a UFA at the end of the year. So there's no guarantee that this is anything more than a rental, just like the Labushkin trade, just like Giordano, but that doesn't mean that uh like these guys that the, the Leafs can't get them re-signed. Um, so, you know, you don't want to give away draft picks for, for nothing. But when it's not a first-round pick, I mean, that, the, the, the thing about the Felino deal, uh, like I was in favor of it. I thought it was a good deal, and he got hurt. But they gave up a first, and then he signed someplace else. And when you, you're, you're left empty-handed after mm-hmm. the first-round pick, that was the one thing that the, uh, that the Leafs – didn't want to have happen this time around. David Haina Giordano is definitely an upgrade for the top four. Won a Norris at 35. So uh, how does this work now, Mike? You're 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 much deeper and much more interested in the minutiae of these contracts and where where it goes from from here um, right. uh, than most. Uh, and and that's why I get paid the mediocre dollars. Um, 
<laughs> Mike, yeah. if only you were a uh, if only you were a writer back in the '60s and '70s, bud, you'd be you'd have your own island today, man. But right, yeah, sure. Any, yeah. Anyhow, so Giordano uh, goes on a run with the Leafs. It either ends at, at four or five games in the first round, or four or five games into a Stanley Cup final. What happens after this season? Well, I mean, let's just say this: Kyle Dubas is not worried about that right now. I'm sure that you know we don't know if you know this is the it, this is the end for Giordano. Whether right. He's going to retire after this year, whether he wants to continue his career. I'm sure that, you know, once the season is over with, you know, after the experience of what happens um, in the next month or so, and then into the playoffs plays out, if it's a positive experience for him, he's a Toronto kid. Uh, He's always, apparently he's always wanted to play in blue and white. So he's going to get that opportunity. And after that, we'll see, you know, what happens now uh, in the chat. Yes. 50% of the salary was retained. So he's a 3.325 million dollar cap hit or mm-hmm. 3.375. I think it is. And pretty um, those guys were doing the math before oh, they pulled the trigger on this deal. Yes. And, and okay. For those concerned, and I, I, you know, I'm, but we'll talk to the people who are the draft next. Cause I, I'm partially that myself. The one thing that the Leafs have done, and I think the Leafs have proved over the last couple of years, is their ability to recognize talent um, when they don't have first-round picks, right. aka Nick Robertson in the second round, aka are all you know also uh, Matthew Nyes in the second round in 2021. They didn't want to give up those guys because they hit they hit you know the jackpot on them. At least right now, it looks like they did, um, and they've also been able to sign undrafted free agents, whether in the, uh, in the OHL or in Europe um, or in the U S colleges, they've been able to bring like uh, Matt, uh, Alex Steve. So they signed out of Notre mm-hmm. Dame has been really excellent for the, uh, for the Marlies and, you know, could be an NHL player down the road. So the fact that they don't have like all seven picks of their draft doesn't mean a lot because they they have the ability to go out and get players outside of the draft, and that and the reason that they you know you get your good players right. when you trade when you uh, draft in the first round, and they kept their first round picks. Yeah, if you you want to do business in the playoffs, you're going to have to give up uh, some of your future to make things happen. Now, uh, last thing, James GK, do you see the Leafs doing any other moves? Um, between now and the, the between now and 3 p.m. Monday, the right. only the only thing I can see is if okay if Sateri was a uh, a replacement for Wall, which I think so, uh, and they're sending Morazic down. That means you have three goalies down with the Marlies, and you have one with Shawgren. Now that doesn't mean that you know by Wednesday. I don't know if Campbell will be back, but that means they may, it may be a paper transaction where they put Sateri down to the Marlies and then call him back up and he will back mm-hmm. up Chalgren. Um, You know, that's, it's very possible. Um, James in the chat mentioned Joe Dusak, who is a Marley defenseman who has been scoring at a point per game pace. There's been chatter about him being moved as a, uh, as somebody who they could uh, use to get a goaltender or another player. Um, that's very possible, but, I think that Kyle Dubas has done most of his heavy lifting yeah. and I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this is it. Now, one thing somebody just mentioned, Joe Dusak is a long Island native. Uh, he was signed as a, as an undrafted free agent. 
And the name in the chat that was mentioned by O Dog Chung was Zidane Chara. Oh, never mind. <laughs> James Brown. No, no. <laughs> Dave is probably the guy who put out there. I have to say, there were a bunch of friggin' idiots out there, and some good reporters fell fell victim because some loser who's got no life and no no and a lot of time on his hands put out a fake tweet, a fake tweet or a fake uh picture of the Leafs trading for James Reimer as part of this. How do you guys fall for that still? Like, come on. It, well, like, I, it it. I didn't. I look, I look for the check mark. Well, Freddie look- Freeman, Freddie Freeman signed with the blue Jays 15,000 times before he actually signed with the Dodgers. Last Thank you, week, Carlos right? Because all of the accounts that were created suggesting. Yeah. Thank you, Carlos Baerga. <laughs> he was the one. He was the one who, who put the, put it on Instagram. He said Freddie Freeman's going to sign with the Blue Jays. The Matt Chapman uh, trade is better, actually. Well, defensively, but yeah, yeah, so, for for sure, and that's and that's the thing. He's no Josh Donaldson, though. But yeah, but, uh, but okay, Reimer, Reimer is on long term injury, right. and honestly, if you unless you want most of Leaf Nation to have a stroke when that guy comes back, he should never play another game in 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 blue and white, please. Right. It, I mean, I know Morazic is a challenge right now, and you know, okay, if San Jose, San Jose wants to trade Moraz or trade Reimer for Morazic, I'd sign up for that because then you're then you're clearing two years of of Morazic's contract for one oh, bad boy. year of Reimers, but no, thank you. Right. I think we just have to have fun between now and whenever this thing ends, right? Sure. Be. What else are we gonna do? I'm not. Ex- I am not expecting the Leafs. To, to run the table here and win the division, win the conference. Uh, I'm not expecting them to win in the first round. Am I hoping they they um, do what I'm not expecting them to do? Yes, of course. I want to be wrong. I absolutely want to be wrong. I'm not. I'm not like some fans who just want to be right. I'm not about that. I just. I hope the Leafs prove me, prove us wrong. I hope that we can see a team between now and game 82 that limits goals against in a big way. Um, am I believing that will be the case just based on Mark Giordano and Colin Blackwell joining the team? No. Um, with Jack Campbell coming back and playing all world, perhaps just for one last go of for this season, then, you know, things may change. Um, but you know, let's just try to enjoy this thing as much as we possibly can and, and hope that the the brass and the intelligentsia that is running this organization, you know, has a plan for this year and has a plan for seasons beyond uh, with the idea that the, the goal is to win a, Stan, win a Stanley Cup with sustainability, right? Uh, last word to you, Mike, and then we'll get out of here. Yeah, I, I think this, is, this was the move that uh, we expected. I think that Kyle Dubas did... A pretty decent job here, um, but well, will it make a difference? We'll find that out in the first week of May. OG's Converse, thanks for being in the chat. There's like over 100 people here. That's huge for us, and uh, we know that everybody is going to go to the content on the YouTube channel. Check out what we did this morning. Get yourself primed uh, for the the show that, you know, in a lot of ways, was reporting the news that, as it was happening. Mark Giordano is a Toronto Maple Leaf. Coming home. Will he be a leaf beyond this season? Who cares? Let's just find out what happens between now and whenever this thing ends. For Mike, I'm Norm. We'll talk to you soon. The combo is out.